Hey guys, it's Lynn here and you're listening to So Style, where I give you makeovers for your minds and your style so you can create the life you desire. So last week we talked about breakups and how to get over them. There was one point in the episode that I mentioned if you were to be in a relationship, um, especially the toxic one, where you were the one who trying to please your partner and try to do everything in your power to make sure that your partner will not leave you. And, And, you know, you do many many things to make sure that he's happy that he's not looking around that he's never going to leave you so you tend to sacrifice a lot of your wants and needs that could show up in many ways and one of the many ways would show up is the way you dress for example you would dress really sexy to be able to keep him not looking around and not lurking or just trying to control his attention make him not be able to ever leave you or it could be and it could be on the other spectrum which is you would dress really conservatively because your boyfriend doesn't want you to dress up because your boyfriend is overprotective um for example my mom was so afraid of dressing up and you know wear just nail polish or put on makeup because she wants to but she was afraid so afraid of it because my dad was overprotective and he would cause uh, a lot of fights and arguments he would get drunk and come home and abuse my mom physically and verbally so she was so afraid of that and she ended up stopped dressing up she stop doing things that makes her feel happy and it's been like that for 40 years when you're in that kind of situation or relationship pleasing him was your purpose and i know it sounds really dramatic but when you're in that fear it's scary and you'll do everything in your power to keep that person's attention but yet it still doesn't work so now you're single now you're trying so hard to get yourself back up It could be very scary and such in a certain time and the pain is unbearable. You lost all your sense of self, your self-love, who you really are and what really lights you up and that leaves you just feeling lost. And what do you start doing? You start canceling social events, you bury yourself to work or if you do go out, you hide behind big loose clothing because you don't feel confident anymore. You hide behind closed door and finally you stop giving a shit about your appearance altogether. Life seems to just kind of float you by. I know, I've been there and it feels lonely. It feels like hopeless that nothing will ever change and, and where would you be from now on? But That could change today. You are just at the right place here now. I'm going to give you tips on how to revamp your personal style 
that truly resonates with who you are at your core that will light you up and give you a new energy that you need to get yourself back up on your feet to show up more, to live the life you will only have one. Let's get started on what I like to call your inner warrior's personal style. So you guys know the drill. I have to start out talking about limiting beliefs because I'm all about lasting changes. You could put a person in a beautiful outfit, but if they don't feel like they deserve it, they won't stick with it and go back to their old self. You all have heard mind over matters. If your mind thinks that you can't do something, you won't try. If your mind thinks that there's no hope of things being different, you won't take action to change, or if you do, it won't be your best effort. So we have to bring those bad boys up front to shine the light on them and correct them, talk about them, and release them so you could be the person you've always wanted to be and take actions. So what are those common mindsets that you usually go through? The first one is the tendency to try to stay the same. And you would think that if you don't wear the things that you used to wear, if you change them, then you won't be able to have him back. Or if he decides to come back to you, you or change and he won't be able to like you anymore. So we keep those things the same and subconsciously, we don't want to change because staying the same feels safe to us because it creates an illusion of having that connection or the possibilities of coming back with the person still. For example, I kept my hair long because it's something that the guy I was dating liked. When what I really want is having a balage pink hair, I I thought that having long hair and a little bit of a highlight or blonde or you know, certain type of color that will make the guy come back to me, that will make the guy love me and and adore me and never going to leave me. And I was picking the same type of people and I attract the same type of people while I was dating. Literally, I was going on dates with a guy that triggered every part of me and everything about him was just so familiar to the guy before. And what he does, his behavior, are all the same. And it's just like that saying, same person but just different packages. The next one is, if I do this, I will not look the way the other man would like me. And there's a flaw to this thinking because if he is the right man, he will be attracted to the real you. To what you really like and to what you, who you really are and whatever you look like that really makes you happy, he will be attracted to the real you. The next one is, if I do this, what would other people think of me? Fear of judgment. And a lot of my clients have this fear in common and that stop them from having change is the fear of judgment. It's a rational fear because as human being, we crave belonging and we crave um, acceptance so if we are being judged then we might be rejected so that could be scary but you'll have to think about at the end of the day you are going to be the one who lives your life not others 
Would you be saying to yourself on your deathbed, "You wish you would please more people to make them happy," or would you say, "I did everything that I wanted to do, regardless of what others think of me"? That's a big question, and I want you to really think about it. And a common in all of these limiting beliefs that I just told you about is they are others focused. There is no focus about ourselves and what we want and what we need and what we love. That's the problem about trying to please other people and not focusing on ourselves because it creates resentment and fear and limiting behaviors that don't empower us as women. So we have to change them. We have to really give. Reasons to these kind of limiting belief and challenge them because they are autopilot thoughts that have been programmed to our brain from childhood. It's hard to change, but if you really desire change and difference in your life, right? You have to think with a different mind. You have to change your limiting belief, and and you have to take steps. You have to do the work. You don't have to do it all at once because it's a lot and it's gonna be impossible. Just take the small steps, do the little things that will change it in small increments, and I promise you, it will be worth the work. Because I am a living proof. I have tried it. I have done the work for myself. I have gotten better. I have gotten so much more confident in myself, and I could guarantee you that the change will be worth it. And the last mindset that I want to talk about is the most heartbroken of all of them. It is this one. There's no point of even trying. I'm ugly. No one loves me. No one wants me. I'm unworthy of love because he doesn't want me. What's the point of trying? Like a sister to a sister, I can tell you right now, it's not true. And you are absolutely beautiful and brilliant and worthy and enough. Even when you think you have made mistakes, even when your boobs are small, even when you don't have an ideal face, even when you have character flaws, you are absolutely beautiful. And if you think that one person's opinion can define your worth, then you are in for a long haul. I want you to think about this deeply because you, your whole life cannot be defined by one person. You are as a package. The values you bring to the world cannot be brushed off by what one person thinks. An example that I can always think of is, I've and I've learned this from Matt Bach.、Um, he's on YouTube. He's amazing. You guys should look him up. But there's an example that he's given me.、Um, so if you were a fifty-dollar bill and people crushed it, write on it, crumble it, or do whatever they want with it. But at the end of the day, you are still that fifty dollars bill, and it's still valuable. It's still worthy, and other people still want that fifty dollar bill. And that's you. You are that fifty dollar bill. You are valuable. You are worthy of everything you want in the world. That being said, loving on yourself when you're not used to it is hard work, and you have to put it into practice. I'm gonna share with you some tips that I've done. Um, I've done mirror exercises.、Um, I learned how to regulate my emotions, break my own thinking patterns, and enter new value-based thoughts. And that 
leads me to have value-based behaviors and it really helped me gain a new confidence in myself. And I realized that I wasn't that ugly or evil like one of my friends used to call me. Yeah, my friend called me that I was evil and that was really hurtful. But I realized that it's not true. Um, it, I, I was just like that island God from Moana. And not that I'm, I'm comparing myself as God or anything, but I'm just comparing myself like the situation in the movie Moana. And the goddess has her treasures stolen. So she got hurt and hurt people hurt people. She was angry. She was acting really ugly. And note, I says acting really ugly, not that she's ugly. So she was hurt and she wanted to get something back of her from people. So just like that, you were hurt and it's not your fault. And understand that and forgive yourself and get ready for a new chapter because it's about to be good. Another thing that I like to do with myself and my clients as well is I like to take personality tests and values tests. I like doing this because it helps me see what my strengths are um, on paper and be able to recognize what I'm really good at, what my gifts are. And I have my favorite test that I'm going to leave in the show notes down below for you guys to try it out. But what it does is that with all of those values, I really hone on to those and learning to appreciate those values that I have. And that helps me realize that I am a value person and these are the values that I bring to the table and I keep reminding myself that every single day, every single morning that I wake up or whenever that I feel down, I would pull out those values lists that I carry on with me to just remind me that I'm a valuable person, that I'm worthy, that I'm lovable. Okay, now that we tackle the mindsets, let's move on to the most exciting part. Let's move on to our step to get to our warrior's personal style. Step one is unplug yourself. Go on a style cleanse. If you used to do more, start taking some time and do less. Take off those fake eyelashes. Stop piling on foundation to hide your perceived imperfection. Stop dressing yourself overly sexual to attract most attention. The reason why this is the first step is because you have been programmed to believe that you must do all of those things above to gain someone else's love, approval, and attention. And you have to unplug to slow down and clean your mind and vision. Think of it as a retreat. Allow yourself to let go and come back to the natural you. When I had my heart broken about two years ago, I was so tired of trying. I took some time off from dating and decided that I was going to try to go natural. I didn't do it cold turkey because that would be so scary, but I went slowly. It was so terrifying at first, I'm telling you. I was so used to that belief that I was ugly and that I would just have to wear makeup all the time to not disgust people for seeing me and not accept me. And around that time, I was being introduced to the concept of schemas through my therapist that I have been going for a while. She's amazing. If anyone wants her information, I will leave it down below. But for those of you who doesn't know what schemas are, they're basically blueprints or your story or your limiting beliefs that you told about yourself based on what you experienced as a child. 
For example, if you were little, you made a mistake and dropping your food on the ground, and your mom was so stressed out so from work, and she yelled at you, and said that you were no good or clumsy. And as a child, you just couldn't understand why um, or know that she, because your mom was frustrated, not at you, but from her work. So you believe in her comment and take on that belief that you are no good. And whenever you make a mistake, your story tells you that you are inadequate. So that's what schema does to you, and how schema is developed. So as I was saying, knowing this concept and being in so much pain, I was desperate to try on anything to make a change. So I decided to start slowly taking things off of me, and go really simple for about a year. I stopped wearing false eyelashes, long nails first, and then eyeliner, then mascara and foundation, and Finally, makeup altogether, and what this has helped me was that I was able to first prove to myself or my brain that what I believe about myself was not true. That people are and loving to me even when I don't have makeup, and people are not disgusted by my face because I'm actually not ugly. Um, number two, I was able to detox myself from the dependency that I thought I needed from those external things. Not completely because I'm not perfect, but my mind was so much clearer than before. I was able to almost as if starting back from a blank page and be curious about what it is that resonates with me, what it is that makes me happy and beautiful. I started to discover me again and my personalities, my favorite color, the things that light me up, and that builds a playground for me to figure my own personal style. Step two is learning how your body works, your shape. Learning how to get at peace with your body, meaning building a healthy relationship with your body. Figure out its strengths and its weaknesses, and just know that everybody has both. No body is perfect. This way, you know what clothes to buy that accentuate and camouflage those strengths and weaknesses. So, how do you do this? You get a measuring tape and start measuring yourself. And the three important part, which is shoulder, waist, and hip, you will be able to tell whether you are a triangle, inverted triangle, an hourglass shape, or an athletic. Step three is learning about your personalities. In order for you to create your own personal style that really resonates with your true self, you have to know. Your personalities. You have to know who you are. You have to know what lights you up,、um, and what makes you feel good while wearing them. Are you an upbeat person who likes to make a statement, or are you a joyful who prefers color and bold pieces, or are you more of a classic person who prefers something more subtle and clean, but not too plain, but still like very chic, or are you a Very girly, girly person who prefers soft pastel palettes, or you could be, you know, two at the same time. For me, I'm, I'm a very edgy person, but I'm also a little bit on a romantic side. Like I like to mix both of them at the same time, and it kind of interesting that way because it creates this dynamic,、um, statement making kind of look that I like to go for, and I notice that about myself. So, another thing that would help you. Identify your personality and what 
works for you would be it would be to actually list down and write down the words that describe you and you don't have to stick with one you can have more than two personalities in one style and make it in your own way just like how i did with mine step four is to figure the color that looks good on you and the colors that light you up and really resonates with you and i just want you guys to note this sometimes the color you love doesn't necessarily look good on you so be aware the color needs to complement you not overpowering you and make you look duller it's supposed to bright you up and bring out the best feature in you step five is to have a vision on how you are aspired to look and feel and i want to stress the word feel so much because when it comes down to style is how you is a way for you to express yourself and say to the world who you really are and you can't do that unless you feel like you are that person so just get into the feel of what an outfit would make you feel like is very very important and i want you to take the time to think about this and really think how you want to feel in terms of six months in terms of 12 months as a woman that you want to be think about how she wants to feel every single day waking up um, think about how she wants to make others feel as well and think about energy the surrounding would feel like in your life the life that you really really desire to have and think of what that woman would choose to wear that will make her feel the way she wants to feel every single morning and this is so important because it's going to help you filter out all of the styles and all of the trends and all of the items that are right in front of you when you go shopping whether in person or online and helps you prevent you from being so overwhelming on all of the pieces and not knowing where and what to buy because now that you have the vision it helps you to be laser focused and know what it is that will serve you in the long run what it is that will serve the purpose the woman that you want to be and what you can do is you can start pulling inspiration from the woman you admire or you can pull inspiration from Pinterest. They have really, really great options and inspiration. Or what I like to do is I pull inspiration from websites that I know has similar styles that resonate with me. For example, I like Forward Forward or Intermix because their styles are very edgy and also very statement making and that's what my style is. So most of the time, all of the pieces on there all of the styles and how they style will resonate with me because what companies usually do is that they have a target market that they will style will style specifically to target that, that audience and they know what that woman would want to look like what wants to feel like they know their woman and that's what they style for so if I resonate with them, that means that is going to be my sort of vibe. So do your research, pull your inspiration, think about the woman who you want to be in terms of six months, 
12 months and how she wants to feel every single day. Step six is it's time to get to know your closet and audit them. The reason why it's so important to audit your closet is to first get rid of all of the things that remind you of your ex, first of all. Second, to figure it out what the are the items that no longer fit you in the way that you want, no longer that make you feel the way that you want, or if they have any tear or stains that you can't really wear anymore and you just keep them in your closet. Or this is my favorite because it's so sneaky. Um, the items that you get as gifts, you have that sentimental feelings to it, but you just don't want to wear it because it's not you, it's someone else's buying for you because you th they think that you'll love that, but you ended up not loving it. Go through your closet and I'm warning you right now, it is going to be work and not only physically but also emotionally because you're going to start finding out patterns and things that you have been hiding away for so long. For example, there was a client that I was helping. Um, we found out that the, all of the stuff that she has in her closet or had in her closet were no longer fit her. It was an old size that she was so used to before and she was kind of still holding on to it and having the belief that one day she'll fit if she loses some weight. And the problem with that is that she never really fully lives in the present and always just kind of lives in either in the past or in the future and not really showing up fully and every morning waking up with the clothes in her closet always keep reminding her that she's not at the weight that she wants to be and she can't be pretty or she can't feel beautiful because she is not at the weight where she needs to be so it's going to be really draining in that part so it helps if you have a friend with you or if you have a um, an expert with you to help you with that. So just to kind of get you through the process a little easier and stop you from going back to or stop you from not doing it at all and making a lasting change. So go through each and every single item and ask yourself this. Do I love this item? Does it make me feel good and does it align with the woman who I want to be and uh, how I want to feel and if yes ask why is it the fit is it the color is it the pattern is it the compliments from others is it sentimental what is it that you love about it and note while you're doing that I recommend trying on the items when you clean out your closet because what happened is a lot of times even when we love the pieces the piece might might not fit you the right way for example i work with one of my other client and we were going through her closet and we landed on this item that she says she loves the color um, she loves the shape of it but when i had to try it on the fit was so off like the shoulders was all the way in um, and it didn't square off of her shoulders. It looks really tight on her. The waist was rising up and it just looks small. It doesn't fit her correctly. So sometimes even when we love that item, it's because of the color, it's because of the shape of it, and it's because people have complimented on it. So we think that it fits correctly and 
our perception of the item makes it feel like is a good fit, but in actuality is actually not the right fit at all. So I want you to try on the item, look into the mirror and ask yourself and check all the points. For example, like if the shoulders are squaring up right at your shoulder, if the waist lands right where it's supposed to be, or if the shirt is too short overall, or if stretching right where your bust part is, and just kind of look into the mirror and look at the overall appearance of the shirt on you. And that's why it helps to just have an expert there because they know how all of the clothes should fit correctly and it just helped to find another perspective from the outside to be able to give us their feedback. If you're not loving it, why do you still have it in your closet? Or why did you buy it? And if you bought it, was it a mistake and it no longer fits? Or did it have a stain on it and you never really get a chance to take it to the um, to to clean it to the tailor to like have it tailor or you just doesn't fit correctly So what was it that you still have that item in your closet when you don't touch it? So kind of go through the questions and just keep asking yourself why and why and why Until you figure it out the reason doing this will help you notice your shopping patterns and help you avoid repeating them so close that with whole stain Tear, discolor should be thrown away. Also, clothes, obviously, if they don't fit you, should be considered either if it's possible to tailor them, and if you don't want to tailor them, then you should let go of them. Step seven is planning strategically. Write down all of the key items that you want to start building from your inspiration that you pull. Choose an area that you want to focus on first because if you do them all at once, the chance of you likely to get overwhelmed and give up will be a lot higher. So I recommend choosing an area that you want to focus on, especially the area that you spent most of your time doing. For example, work. Work usually, you know, the area that people spent most of their time in. This is where step five and six are going to be to help you because now you have a solid foundation of knowing what you want from your inspiration and what you know you need from your closet after the closet cleanse. Take note of what you already have after your closet cleanse and what else are you missing from your inspiration style board that you created from step five. Put them into category, actually write them down. I find writing them down helps me. But you can also do them on the i your on your phone if that helps you to be able to access a little bit easier. And I put them in category of jackets, tops, bottoms, accessories, and shoes, and really go through and put them into a list. And asking yourself if you need one over the others. Step eight is start going shopping. So when you go shopping, I want you to be aware of sales. Go for items that you love. Now that you know your shapes and the colors, go for those that complement the best of you. Make sure to buy items that fit you only. 
especially when it comes to sales, be really, really conscious when you shop with sales items because it could be a really, really great price, really great color, really great quality. But if the fit doesn't work, like you're not going to wear it more than two times. I can guarantee you that because our tendency is to go for things that make us feel good. And you could save a few bucks right now, but there's no point because you're not going to wear it. And at the end of the day, you wasted that money for an item that you're never going to touch. So that is a waste of money. Also, don't be afraid to experience. Try out things that you wouldn't normally go for because you thought of what others would think about you, but you were kind of intrigued. Try it on and see how it feels and you'll be surprised what you're able to find will look good on you. And this is the time for you to be adventurous and again bring a girlfriend who is supportive. I want to stress that who is supportive and encouraging you to try out something different than what you usually go for. Step nine is the most exciting part, which is putting outfits together. Now that you have your vision of who you want to be and how you want to feel, and you have your inspirations together, and you have the clothes that you went shopping for, you can put everything together and follow your inspiration and if you still have struggle following the inspiration, then I have created a list of all the steps or tips on how to style and sort of like a guidelines for you to try out different ways of dressing yourself. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes, so look for that. The very last steps is also one of the very important steps, which is taking pictures of your outfits. Why this is so important because I have found that taking pictures of myself is a great help in recognizing which outfits work and look good and which ones didn't because it's as style is all about experiencing and learning from our mistakes and it's like that for everything in life. You, If you want to succeed in anything and that includes having a personal style, then you have to experience and you have to make mistakes and the most important part is learning from your mistakes, right? It's like that for everything. So this will help you identify your style and prevent you from making buying mistakes. So those are my tips and the steps on how to create your personal style. And I want to stress the last part that I'm going to be talking about, which is the mindsets and the thoughts that you are, might be having after going through this process. Is in evitable because you know as human beings we don't like to change and those things are going to come up those thoughts the beliefs the the schemas and the stories that you told yourself they're going to come up again just to try to stop you from changing because they're scared of changing so I would just want to talk about them so that you can be aware of them and knowing that they're coming up and be able to recognize that they're just patterns and they're actually not real so so those thoughts would sound like, oh my gosh, what would other people think of me? Like, I don't deserve this. And, you know, those mindsets that we were talking about earlier will start to come up. But realizing that they're just patterns of thinking and they're not real will be able to help you anchor and stay 
with your vision and stick with the change. And change is exciting. It means that you're growing and it means that you know you're making progress and you're changing and you're you're making this life and created this life that you really want. So it's exciting. Embrace the change. So there you have it, my tips to create your own personal style or what I like to call your inner warrior's personal style after a breakup and get yourself back up and ready for that big change that you have always wanted. If you find this episode helpful, the best way to say thank you and letting me know that I'm adding value into your life is to go on iTunes and rate the podcast and leave comments let me know how I can help you later on in the future. And of course, join this loving and compassionate community by subscribing because I post great content that will help you make over your mindsets and your style to help you reach your full potential and live the life that you want. Come on over and also hang out with me at IG at soulstyle.us. And again, thank you so much for tuning in and decide to take the time to hang out with me here today. And I can't wait to hang out with you guys in the next episode. Until then, keep on being awesome. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace and love.